and as 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 and for me as a company i'm not gonna i mean i can where i in in your in your fee that i can pay the tax on your behalf and then everything you get is yours but i'm not your mother you know what you have to do i will give you 100%. everything i'll even give you uh, a certificate if you need one from me what do you call it that um, weird thing rfi that thing i can never say it sorry but we we gave you a number a reference that you can actually use to, to pay on, yeah your your tax mm. cuz then we are running a business and we understand the that cuz your rate card is actually your your po do you think influencers should set themselves up as businesses and not just freelancers they because, are businesses because now i mean i mean in terms of paperwork because I could be a brand and I really want Pussy on my campaign but Pussy just has like a personal account and mm. we just you know do that do do that transaction and it's not really you know formalized do you think if you really want to get into influencing do should we take it as an actual business and yeah. register like an entity that actually either manages you or you are the entity for me you 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 rather have a manager or actually then set everything up as a business D- right down to the account number that you use for payment um it has to be a business account you actually have to do recon you have to have some sort of record of those transactions if you're using your business account to buy your you and your friends dinner you have to do recon i yeah. have to see those numbers also for you for it to be a sustainable thing you have to treat it like a business you actually have to take pay yourself a salary from whatever you make for instance with my managers i'm registered and with whatever gig they go they get i then give them some sort of paperwork that they can use to pay sars mm-hmm. because we are running a business here it's not a mickey mouse operation we by i'm just having fun and they paying me no things are getting serious now mm-hmm. and if we trying to meet global standards we have to take ourselves seriously and i'm i'm having a serious problem with people who don't even have a red card <laughs> ooh <laughs> like that <laughs> what do you mean sir People don't even know what a red card is. Let's start there. How many times do we have to thread? Guys, what is a red card? What is a media kit? So, a red card is basically the cost that you would require to put out content. So, it's your advertising fee. Mm. Simplest way I can explain it. And then your media kit basically is who are you? And who have it, you it's worked? Who with? have you worked with? So, it's basically your portfolio. Yeah. Your 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 CV, mm. but in an influencer space. Mm. Right. So, a lot of people don't even know that yeah they don't know where to start what is supposed to be on there how to put it together like yeah it's a mess but then how 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 are you trying to tap into a space and then you're not doing the groundwork i mean the first thing you learn at school is that if you want a job you do a cv and they teach you your cv uh, there's a cover letter what goes into the cover letter mm. you have to keep it this short um don't put your id number on your cv anymore all of those things um the the more experience you get your the the smaller or less pages your cv becomes it's the same thing in the space same with your media kit you don't have to now necessarily break down i worked with nestle and they did one two three four five you then break it down i worked with that and that and that 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 that, 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 mm-hmm. that, that. you know but if you are trying to tap into the space and you don't have a red card i'm not going to take you seriously because how can i actually take you to a brand and say this person is reliable mm. is actually try is actually capable of executing what you need from them but they don't have a red card how can i sell you 
It means mm. that you're not, you don't take yourself seriously. You take yourself no. serious. And if you don't take yourself seriously, why must anybody else take you seriously? Mm-hmm. And remember, if I'm pitching you or if I'm putting, right now, brands come to me for a database. It's my name on the line. It does not matter whether I know you or I don't know you. I said that person is good enough. You have to be good enough. And this is, this is a key thing because people don't understand that. If I make a recommendation, that's my name. Mm. Yeah. Don't play with my name. Don't play with my name. Because I had to work so hard. I'm going to come for you and it's not going to be pretty. Like, don't play with my name like that. No, people take it as a joke. But mm. you, don't, you don't really understand that. That, that relationship, your relation, your new forming relationship with that brand. Yes. Mm. Your new forming that you're building is based off of my relationship that I've spent six, seven years mm. building, building. Right? Your one fuck up mm. could cost me that relationship. So it's not just about me putting names through. It's about, mm-hmm. I'm saying, please make sure that you carry my name well. Yeah. Mm. What, what industries do you think as influencers in the country we are not tapping into? Because everyone is doing, and, and I'm not saying this to make people look bad, but everyone's doing beauty. Everyone's doing fashion. Fashion. fashion travel. Ev- everyone's doing travel. Yep. You know what? What industries do you, do you think there are really great gaps that even um, micro influencers, nano influencers can actually start even looking at? I think for me, um, the mommy influencer, sorry, Lerato, the mommy influencer <laughs> is about to become so saturated next year because ipumili tender, we have a pregnancy. Everybody's pregnant, you know. But uh, even even was a real thing. Even you know what? That's <laughs> the real thing, guys. But then even with that, you're going to see the difference between people who are pregnant and they have kids and people who are pregnant and by virtue of them being influencers and being influential will get all of those gigs, Mm. right? The tech industry is lacking a lot of um, influencers. Um, The weed industry is lacking quite a lot of Mm. uh, influencers. And the pet space. And the pet space. You know, uh, I get a lot of brands coming to me saying that they're struggling to tap into black Twitter or the black market in, in terms of uh, cat food and dog food because upobu would leap up. Yeah. You know, and there's there's so much space for that, but people are not are not creating that type of content. Even when somebody um I mentioned that there's a there's a cat brief that I caught and somebody sent me a video of them and their cat. I don't that's not what I'm trying to look for. Yes, I, I had a cat at some point and I could pull out those I pictures. never had no pets. <laughs> I never had no pets. I'm gonna blad you, you I know, never had no pets. You need to you need to walk us through what what Mia eats and what Mia does and Mia's mm. sick and this is what I do for Mia. I think I think people miss people are always just like, oh my God, why would you have an account for your child? Or oh my God, why would you have an account for your pet? This is why. This that yeah. This is why, mm. because you you take your pet so seriously that you understand that actually I could get money. I could feed this pet off of the money that I'm going to get from yes. these posts that I'm putting. Yes. Do you not think just specifically uh, speaking about the pet industry, because of the color of our skin, we're not really into that stuff. So people sort of are afraid to go in, into industries where um, they feel like. They, they wouldn't find their tribe. Sorry, can we go back quickly? Yes. Mm-hmm. I wanted to add on to something because I think there's a lot of like mismatch with the industry's thing. Finances. Mm. Ooh. Financial education out there. And also, guys, don't just believe anybody. There are people who actually what? are very good at explaining these things. So mm. finances, mm. engineering. Mm. Yeah. yeah. We're not even close. I can't tell you how many things I learned by virtue of like my friends saying, oh, no, it works like this. And I'm just like, 
oh, that's what it is, right? Mm. And then one that I, I really, really think we need to be a little bit here and, here and there about is property. Because the reality is the young black kid is not at the same level in their 30s that their parents were. Yeah. 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 So in totality for that, it would be education. Yeah, it is education. It's mm. education. The education space is not being tapped into properly. And now one of the things that I'm seeing is medical. Yeah. Medical boom. Medical is booming. Eh? Medical booming. is booming. But, so cool. but medical, medical is booming. It booms when it's the right people putting out the information. Mm. It does not do so well when it's the wrong people doing putting out the information. And, and it's dangerous. Yeah, so I saw that certain, weird thread about masturbation. Oh, <laughs> that guy is not even a qualified doctor. He's not doctor. even a qualified doctor. <laughs> Oh Guys, God. people just put <laughs> titles on there and, and then yeah. when you do the research, you're just like, actually, no. And and there are dangers. So mm. these industries are serious, yes, but they are, they're also mining. Mining is a big mm. one. Mining is a very big one because these are specifically, they call them niche. Mm. These are not niche markets. These are things that exist in our day-to-day, every single day. Yeah. But they're not being seen as industries worth worth um, using as marketing tools. Because why? Because they're not pretty. Mm. Mm. It's B two B. It's very. It's. I mean, for me at work, we do B two B, and it's. I I can safely say I'm good at what I do because B two B is hard. It's difficult. Yeah, it's hard. You can't. It does not matter. You can't make it pretty. And people sell buy pretty things, but exactly. for some for some reason, our pages are doing great. How do we make it pretty? How do we make it? Does it need I don't to be yeah. pretty or does it need to be real? I don't think certain things need to be pretty. I, I think I just need to I need to have certain key, key takeaways from it. Mm. it I, I don't care how you how you present it. I mean, if you look at um, Anglo America's can I name drop Anglo America's <laughs> Instagram page, um, it's brilliant because they're not trying to say one two three four five. It is just a grid, and the lower you go into the grid, you are literally mm-hmm. going down the mine shaft. That's it. That's all they did. Yeah. Brands don't have to be boring. They don't have to. So by virtue of you being a financial, um, a financial business, doesn't mean that you have to be boring. There are ways that you can create content that is engaging, that will mm. actually be informative and educational for people as well. Mm. And, and that is why, for me, it's great that we're getting a lot of financial people coming out my only thing for people would be please assess and learn mm. who this person is yeah. prior to them coming out as a as yes. a financial person because there are a lot of people who are just lying mm. through Aye. their teeth Aye. and it becomes a problem because when the truth does eventually come out and it always does people are going to be caught with in like very hot water mm. so i i these are very serious industries and the right you need to have the right people putting out this content you can't just be just anyone you can't have your everyday influencers speaking about medical stuff you can't it's too yeah. dangerous it's yeah. too risky misinformation spreads a lot quicker than information thanks for that one babe <laughs> and I, I think it's very funny because you find a lot of people who are in those spaces and then they say somebody should create a blog about one two three four five why don't, why don't you, you do, do it, it? <laughs> like guy, like Clearly, you see the gap. Why don't you do it? Because again, it comes back to this thing of calling people influencers. I think we need to stop. 
Yeah. Everybody just wants to be an influencer, guys. Don't you know, don't don't that influencer. thing. Everyone can be an influencer, but because we've put it in this little box and made it pretty and made it look look a certain way, there are people who can actually be influential and can actually share useful information, but they feel like they don't fit the aesthetic, so they then shy away from it. But this is like, this is why it's important to know yourself. Yes, this is why. But like also like, I don't think people understand that if you call yourself an influencer or a content creator. It's an actual job. Like mm. I remember when I was being <laughs> inducted into um, my beautiful brand that I drink all the time. I went there with a the notebook because it was two or three hours of us really understanding yes. the brand. Mm. Like you need to leave that place knowing, okay, this drink is made out of four different citrus fruits. Mm-hmm. This, these, these are their names, mm. you know, and... There were other people um, that I've been in boardrooms with, and, and and you can see they are so casual. They're just there to get paid and do the content. They're not actually trying to, to you know, understand. No, I get it. They that. get there, and they're like, oh, somebody is hosting us today. And majority <laughs> of the time, they're just taking pictures and pictures <laughs> and pictures. They've missed out out of all the content, and then they have to now execute, and they're like, Joe, cannot. They draw a blank. Speaking of that. I mean... <laughs> No, but also, can you be serious? You don't freaking go into your classroom in high school and sit and take pretty pictures and pretty videos the whole day. You go in there to zone out and learn what's being put in front of you, right? It's the same thing that applies with brands. You can't just go and sit down with a brand and just be sitting here and taking pretty videos the whole day. Learn something. Get something out of that. And and it's important to get something out of that because I, I'm going to see your content afterwards. I'm going to ask you many questions. And I'm that person. I, I will ask questions. Yeah, she is. I will ask many questions to the point where you will get frustrated. Because I don't want to just go and buy a thing for the sake of buying a thing. I want to understand, okay, so my purpose of me going to buy this thing is this. This person has said X, Y, and Z, right? And I need that information because I don't just purchase things off the fact that it's pretty and somebody told me to. I purchased it because I need it, number one. Number two, that's my money. Mm. I'm not just going to spend my money on things that that don't make sense. Explaining to brands that you can't just bring in celebrities for the sake of bringing in celebrities. Mm. You can't do that. Mm. I am not going to go and buy into something that... So, never mind. Never mind us buying into it. There are certain people who, because they feel that they're so big, they don't have to. Yes. I mean, when I was reading the article, one of our favorite um, artists was being difficult. Just for the sake of being difficult because they are a big name. Mm. You know, you need to work with people who actually respect you as well, who respect what you're trying to do. Um, you can't be working with people who are called by their other friends. Show me, let's go, you know, share. What was it? Think the, the bay, the share, share the bay. Share the bay. Share the yeah, bay. Share Why the couldn't bay. you just have had a competition, had couples share the bay? Fuck. <laughs> do you not also think like... It was lazy. There was so much misalignment there because those people do not even put out travel content. They don't. 100%. And also, I, they've never expressed any interest to go to Camp Bay or any sort of aspiration to go there. But also, why are we taking people from outside the, the actual location to, yeah, sh- um, to, to sell it? The Can I just writers touch on and, that? and the influencers um, down there were actually angry because these are people that these brands are always uh, seeking information from and insight from. Why do you not use us like we are here? So I, 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 I'm a little bit 50-50 on that point, right? Okay. And 
Um, the reason I'm 50-50 on that point is because it's good to have people that are locals because they're going to give you the locals things. But then you need to take into consideration that some things are just, you can't sell from a local perspective. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, the reason why that campaign frustrated me is because there are so many brilliant travel influencers, so many, mm. that would have made that campaign Amazing. jump. There right. are so many, but because the people who are in charge of signing off these campaigns mm. are out of touch with what is actually going on, they just sign and that's it. And that comes back and bites them in the ass, mm. right? Because that's what we saw. When that mayor decided to comment, he was also just talking nonsense. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't even know what was going on. Exactly. The woman was just like, I had to sign. But this is the problem, is that the process of getting these people is... It's just a mess. Mm. You've got funds. You've got X amount of funds. You go and select these celebrities because they're celebrities because you automatically think that, yeah, they're going to do what you want mm. them to do. And you don't take into consideration that these celebrities already live this life. This yeah, life, them. this flamboyant life that yeah. you're trying to make them sell, they live it already. So for them, it's not an experience. Mm. They're not, there's no joy out of it. It's not mm. like, oh my God, this is... A, no, there's, there's no emotive connection because why? It's their norm. Yeah. Mm. You cannot force people to sell something where for them it's like, oh, it's my everyday. Mm. You can't. You need to get people who, if it's something that they're using every day, they actually get joy out of using it. And two, you need to get people that understand that I'm not just doing things for the sake of doing things. I'm doing things because this is actually going to make sense. There are so many travel influences. There are so many businesses that exist that could have made yeah. amazing content for that, that entire thing that could have gone further than just the little circle of five, six people that they were using. Mm. But because they don't think, and this is I'm actually probably going to get into a lot of trouble for saying this, but this is a problem with a lot of government-ran campaigns. Mm. It's the same thing over and over and over and over again because the mentality is that we don't need to learn. We don't need to progress in the way that we need to. Mm. The system works as is and it's fine. That's no, fine. the system is broken. Yeah. And that is why you are now getting called out. That is why your brand is getting so much backlash because you are not paying attention to what is going on. Mm. We're no longer in a space where it's yes, ma'am, yes, sir. Mm. No. We're in a space where it's like, actually, no, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that because of X, Y, and Z, and therefore you need to listen to what I'm saying because that is insight. That is also insight. And no, I don't agree is insight. People don't take it as insight. They mm -hmm. just take it as things that are happening. Or people are being difficult. Yeah. No, that is insight. But also it comes back to having the wrong brand managers. Mm. You know, um, we had a conversation. Wrong brand managers, wrong accounts, mm. wrong agency. Yeah, because I mean, lying. we had a conversation where, I mean, we're having a back and forth with a brand manager who's working with us and my colleague is a brand manager. And we like, part of the reason why your boss had to come to us as an agency is because you can't do your job. Mm. You know, uh, you have people who are still stuck in the same circle of doing certain things. In an agency, you are exposed to so many things, so many brands, so many industries that even your creative, just your approach, your positioning of a brand or how you do things is so difficult. But also, it's such a competitive space that you're always bringing your, your best forward. You don't have that in government. Mm. You know, for me, I was so upset because, again, we don't bring people onto certain things. It, it comes back to the conversation of um, the industry having a launch and the launch is full of celebrities. But these celebrities are supposed to sell to everyday people. Why aren't everyday people part of that experience? Yeah. If you're saying share the bay 
why isn't there an element of bringing people who have never been to Camps Bay, um, they're not influencers, they've probably never traveled or been on a plane, bring them along so they actually experience it. Can't we experience it through them? Those are your most mm. valuable those are your most, your most valuable, valuable influences because that is word of mouth and mm. that you know, experience they will talk about for the rest of their for, lives forever. Even even how they they share it, it won't. They won't have the most amazing pictures. They won't have the most amazing videos. But in the way they just express the the, the experience, mm. you can. You know, I'm even getting chills thinking about it mm. because people are so fucking lazy. It's it's so lazy, and also there's a disconnect. Sometimes maybe we need to move away from having brand managers do things. Mm. From a brand side, do you think brands should be entitled to you as an influencer posting when they send you a gift or a press kit? No. 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 <laughs> this ain't no. our audience. This is my audience. No. This ain't our audience. No. I don't feel like posting on my First of all, I did not ask for it. Those bills were like <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, my problem is, man, people will send you something and then um, a week goes by. Oh, hey, Busy, I noticed you haven't posted it. Well, fuck you, Mundwako, bitch. I'm not posting it just for that. Net for dating. Net for dating. Because sometimes I'm busy, right? I'm also looking at my optimal times. I'm also looking at what type of content have I, have I been sending out where I'm going to be posting a new phone. When I just said I got a new phone, does that, does that make it sense? Make sense. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. But also, if, if you're sending me something, it's like when your boyfriend says, yeah, you know, I'm not going to get her a gift because she didn't get me a gift. Mm. Did you get it for me because you really wanted to give it to me or, or did, did you, you want something else in return? Yeah. Mm. If you're going to send me something, I, I have the option to post it or not. And I'm actually moving away from giving brands free publicity and you know them tapping into my audience. Oh, yeah, I don't do that. I don't do that anymore because you know what? Yes, uh, if, if, somebody, if, I'm, if somebody sends me a cover for my phone and then we are having a conversation and you ask me about it, I'll tell you where I got it. Yeah. But I'm not going to post it anymore. And be, mm. you know what? For me, I prefer that we talk about it and I can tell you that you know, when I drop my phone, it won't, it won't crack and we mm. can have a whole test around it. Mm. That's interactive for me. That for me is dark social. That's word of mouth. I'm actually inter It's conversational. We need to talk about dark social. It's conversational, but also you, it, it, you have so Wait, much... on this podcast. <laughs> I we might need another one. We might need another we'll one. Talk but, about it. but I think okay. for this podcast, we need to talk about social because dark social is word of mouth on social media that we can't measure. Mm. It, it does mm. not have analytics behind it. Mm. Yeah. But the point I was making is no, don't send me stuff and then feel like I owe you. I, so I here's my thing, right? I, I post things that I think are cool. Like on Friday, I posted about a mini project and LED project. I was really excited about it. I was just I like, what that yourself? I actually did. Okay. But like my, th my thing is like, uh, then like, I mean, I posted, I even posted something like a selfie like, like a month ago. The brand got so many requests and about where can people find the link for the selfie light that they actually sent me a message and said, hey, we want to send you a voucher because we got a lot of feedback, but is there anything else that you would like? And I was like, yes, can you guys put, put that thing back on sale again? Like, yeah. do another set of that same thing. Mm. Because my DMs have been exploding. Your DMs have been exploding. This is ROI. Mm. Like, so put it back. Go back to your stockist and come back and give me a date of when this thing is got. Then we can put it out. Yeah. But it's not, it was not, it was not, I, it was not intentional. It was, I'm so excited about this it thing. I got it. Right? Yes. Yeah. I, um, when it's genuine, like, the and engagement that's what is, people, that's what people crazy. miss. That's what people miss. And I, I, you know what? There's a lot of people that, and I'm, I'm going to say this because I actually get very frustrated. There's a lot of people who are a lot older than us that don't really understand 
um, how social media works in the context that we use it. Mm. And I know this because I'm tired of explaining things to my mother about I put out this tweet and somebody took a screenshot and sent it to my mother. Mm. Now I must sit and explain to my parents about this is why I was doing this. Also, right? stop snitching to our parents. Yo, guys, <laughs> please, man. Can you just mind your own? But what I'm saying is there's a lot of there's a lot of key points that happen in the process of me putting something as a product on my Instagram or on my Twitter. Mm. I do it because I'm genuinely excited about the product, mm. not just because you sent me a free gift. Mm. Why? Because I'm not that influencer. Mm. Yeah. Free gifts don't excite me. Like, okay, cool, you decided to send me this thing. Am I going to post it? Mm. I don't know. And also, I might not post it in that hour. I might want to actually, I don't know, use your product. Mm. Yeah. Try it out, see how it works on my before I just go and say, oh my God, these people send me this thing. No, guys. Like this, literally, I've gotten products where I, I don't use them. I They come and I'm just like, oh, okay, don't you want to come and take these because I'm not going to use it mm. because it's not aligned with who I am. right? And, and so, don't feel entitled yes, to it. You're, it's not your audience. It's my audience. You don't get to dictate because now you've sent me something. Who asked you to but send me I didn't thing? ask you. Like, I did not <laughs> ask you. I'm, just, I'm not saying don't say me shit though, but I, I did not ask you. <laughs> <laughs> Closing up. Where do you guys think um, the influencer industry specifically um in South Africa is going because I was having a chat with an insider from another brand and he was like, brands are actually cutting influencer mm. budgets. Yeah. Um, so what's going on? <sighs> what's, what's causing it? And how do we as content creators pivot into a different way of putting out really great content and still be able to work with the brands that we love? Lack of RRI from influencers is causing it. Um, the state of the economy. Brands just don't have the kind of money to spend the way that they did before. And lack of regulation in the industry. And this is why regulation is so important. Lack of regulation because I can't just keep paying 40000 and for an influencer and I'm only seeing a 0.1% uptake yeah. on sales. Um, I think influencers need to stop only thinking South Africa. Um, I'm going to say this from what I've experienced with the students that I, when I see them come, um, they don't, they don't sell us content in the same way that South African influencers sell us content. That's the difference. For them, their content is mostly Instagram stories because when you're posting more on your Instagram stories, people actually feel like they're more in touch with you, um, versus posts. They don't really post on their feed at all um and they don't just market anything mm. they're very selective about what is in their day-to-day -day, what is very organic for them so mm. when they're going to the bottle store they're walking down the road what are they wearing no they don't sit and say okay today i need to wear this brand this brand this brand mm -hmm. and i need to no they literally just do who they are and you either like it or you don't like it mm. and i think that's important um, I think also because of the micro influencers coming in, it means that brands no longer have to spend ex much. like ex excessive amounts of mm. money yeah. on getting influencers. Mm. And I think it's also a situation of trying to deal with the situation of them also getting into hot water for influencers not doing things like paying tax. Mm. They are mitigating the risk that comes with dealing with influencers. Mm. I don't know for what did I leave out. 
think also because influence the market is saturated, right? Heavily um, so. It, it, it's so saturated. Do you think it's saturated because everyone is just an influencer, or is the content that we are creating saturated? The content, you know, the content. Because again, I mean, not everybody is an influencer, but there's so much content. Same why people, you know, that that spritzer that everybody likes. The reason they don't have to have a big budget for influencers is because they're just getting the content. You know, and, and a lot of people do this weird thing where they, they want to post content to make it seem or attract the brand. The brand. If you've already done it for me, why, why would I come to you and actually want to pay <laughs> you? You've done it. <laughs> come on. Tricky. But I think how are we going to pivot? I think for me, what I'm going to do for my, my clients is that we, we're going to stop this thing of waiting for them to come to us. I mean, we've started pitching, but we've, we've always pitched on briefs that I know are coming. What we're going to do now is that we're going to come up with, a, with our own campaigns. We're going to sit and analyze what is the gap in terms of what kind of content is going out, the type of conversations that are happening around certain brands and certain products. And then we're going to actually invest our own money and actually create those campaigns and then go sell them. So now what you are buying, you're buying something that's already been done. You're already buying an asset. You're buying an mm -hmm. asset. You don't necessarily have to still brief me and then we still have to shoot and then you still have to wait. I mean, we package it, we sell it. You're speaking from a business and agency um, point of view. What if I'm a freelance influencer and I come up with this brilliant campaign and I pitch it to the brand and they turn me down, but they end up using it that's your fault mm. how do i protect myself that's your fault because you should have started with the how do i protect myself before going yeah, no. <laughs> how do I protect start myself? there let's start there how do i protect myself so ndas work but not really, not really. NDAs are bullshit. i'm sorry yeah they work but not really because it's just a piece of paper that's going to you know decide, what I, right? I think the best way is a show reel as much as you can, you can see it, but you don't know how, execute, how to execute it. And even if you do execute, because if I'm going to send you a PDF of everything I've done, you have the assets, yeah. you have the collateral. So I'd rather have, and the showreel has to be on my terms, on my, on my fort. So I'd invite somebody, uh, hire out a space somewhere. I, I'm talking from an influencer management perspective, yeah. not agency, because mm -hmm. I, I separate the two. Mm. Um, hire out a boardroom somewhere, have a showreel of exactly the type of story I'm trying to tell. If you can buy into the story, already I know how to give you the collateral. Mm. Then I can send you the collateral and you buy it. Mm. I think that's the only way I can I can think of selling it. Look, because they will take it. Yeah, even but, if you, but, if you, but, if you, even my 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 issue how are is you selling me. How how are you selling me an idea um, of what you want to do for me without telling me the idea but showing me your past work? So guys, here's no, my no, thing. No, not right? my past work. The, Here's my imagine. thing, right? I want to say this, I can't. Just say it. <laughs> I can't because then everybody's going to take the idea. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So here's my thing. I record everything. Okay. Me. Me. I record everything. Everything is backed up. Yes. I have what if I'm copy one. I have copy one, copy two. It's all dated. It's, copy it's, one, copy two, copy three, whatever. I have everything. And I limit giving you the idea. I will not give you the idea. The I'll tell you like an overall of what I'm yeah. trying to do, but I'm not going to tell you exactly how I'm going to execute yeah. it because that is my IP. That's mm. number one. Number two, people don't think of starting. The, they don't start with legal. Yeah. So mm. my first thing. Pretty stuff. Yes. Yeah. So my first thing is sit down with a lawyer. Sit down with a lawyer and find out how can I protect my stuff, right? 
So something as basic as it's my idea. Guys, you can copyright that idea yourself. Go to a post office, email, send that thing to yourself. Keep mm. the dated slip. You've got it. At least you know you've got a copy. You've already covered yourself, right? These are cost-effective ways of making sure that you protect yourself. Mm. That's number one. Number two, you send that brand an NDA. Let them sign it. If they don't sign that NDA, you don't give them the content. It's that simple, right? Number three is don't just put out your idea everywhere. Mm. Be very specific about who you communicate that idea yeah, to yeah. and how you communicate it and make sure that the timing is based off of your, your timings. That's another thing, guys. Sorry. Brands talk to each other. Yes. So yeah. if you're pitching the same idea to five different brands and hoping one bites, hmm. Yeah. Uh, you've got to you've got to pinpoint who exactly you're going for and why and this is why i keep saying alignment is important alignment is important you have to align yourself with which brands you think you want to work with and look at do you want to do a short term or long term Mm. i don't do work with brands that in two two weeks from now i'm going to be bored of that brand no no i'm gonna see a long-term plan in what i'm working with and if i don't see that long-term plan it means that the relationship is not going to go anywhere for me yeah, and I think we need to move away from thinking that brand managers are decision makers. They're not. Whew. So maybe uh, Ooh, child. leave the fans alone and actually go talk to the big boys in the boardroom. So yes, you can, you can facilitate the meeting through the brand manager, but know exactly who you need to sit down with, who's going to actually sign off. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times also, you know, brand managers use that as leverage to have some sort of power over you. Gatekeepers. And they, you know, the gatekeepers. And then they want to know now <laughs> you must jump through hoops just to, you know, and with the way things are going to be moving now, you're going to have to jump through hoops just to get a, a meeting, mm-hmm. let alone signing. You're going to have to jump through those hoops. So maybe just bypass those people. And a lot of people always ask, where do you find people? People are on LinkedIn. You guys are so focused on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. And Twitter. People are yeah. on LinkedIn. Even the, 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 like, how, the posture on LinkedIn is so different that you can get an email within an hour. So maybe let's just start looking at that. Guys, thank you so much. Unfortunately, we have to end this podcast. feel <laughs> <laughs> like we need another one. Yeah, we, we definitely do. need another one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, thank you for coming. Thank you for sharing all the insights. And I hope that whoever who's who has listened to this podcast um, will go out with something really viable. It's Pioneers vs. Pretenders. I'm your host, and we're out. Bye.